live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper. You are live from the path. Listening to live from the path. We're coming from the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. We're excited to be here. California love. No. Uh, that, sh- that shouldn't be happening that far. <laughs> We're going to get copyrighted for that? No, we already get flagged for the use of the song that I use. That's to, true. We do yeah. get flagged every time. Hey, all right. You're listening live from the path. Uh, okay. I, 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 here's what I'm telling you. I, I scanned the news this week. And uh, uh, boy, I mean, I feel like we've tread on most of these roads before uh so like uh persecution in somewhere and uh somebody's upset somebody says is the tithe real somebody says here's how you should read the scriptures okay well, don't hold on man is, is this is it possible that there's nothing rattling the cages of the people of jesus this week i mean i don't know that the jesus people are worried about the balloon right i mean that's just a balloon okay we are going to talk about that balloon <laughs> now listen what balloon the, the chinese spy balloon I've there's heard. nothing about, the entire country. There's nothing about this that makes any sense at all. No, nope. zero. Sorry, I'm going to lay out the facts. Right, here. <laughs> I'm interested. Realize I have no context in what you're saying. So you you're going to be the one Think who educates like, uh, me. What's here. that movie? Big Hero Six. Right, that big old gargantuan uh, blow up dummy uh, that the helps fluff, the fl- marshmallow robot. Yeah, the but yeah, Baymax. Baymax. So this Baymax balloon come uh-huh. flying over to the United States. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's freaking out. Spy balloon. Because Montana sees it first. And Montana's like, that's oh, different. Oh, boy. I'm that's surprised it made me. it past Montana, not shot down. So Montana lets it go. Blah, blah, blah. The government's dragging their feet. And everyone's like, it's a Chinese spy balloon. I'm like, okay, so far. Huge. Huge Baymax balloon. So eventually, to get it down with all its, its technological spy equipment in a non-propelled, taken-by-the-wind balloon, which is a weird <laughs> way to invest, say, your spy network in. Yep. The United States decides to shoot it down with a Sidewinder missile. <laughs> Instead of, say, putting a hook on it and towing it to the ground. <laughs> yeah, they have ways to use helicopters and to pull those puppies in. Oh, you've got to be kidding so, like, me. there's like dramatic footage of this <laughs> missile shooting down a balloon, and now they got divers trying to find the parts in the water. Yeah, let's wait till it gets to the salt water. I mean, seriously, yeah, some it don't add up. None of it Nothing adds up. Right. Here's the not thing. Right. The right. Chinese have satellites that can identify yep. a pimple on my right butt cheek from space. It would be ridiculous to send out this easily seen, low-flying, Baymax, non-propelled balloon. And if you think that, like, pictures from a balloon is what the Chinese government is excited about, when it comes, well, they get to, a little closer. Little, I mean, they got some pretty. They've hung out by our military bases. Yeah. Okay. Fair non enough, but like propelled. The internet balloon. is where you get data. Like that's where you get stuff where you can cripple a government. It's not from a balloon. This is well, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Uh, like it's surveillance footage. You could. Yeah. It doesn't they're, mean they're it's on pictures. And they satellites. could get surveillance footage from satellites <laughs> now, all day long. They can get it from your phones. Okay. No, you're you're not taking pictures of government installations with That's your phone. Completely untrue. But untrue. you are with satellites. The amount of people that do that, uh, insane. The people that have cell phones on military bases. 
people that have CCTV that's everywhere. We, we want people not they don't able to look do into CCTV TikTok. on sensitive military installations. TikTok. Ben, but the balloon's Whatever. not in no, there. No, I, no, no, it's above it. No, no, but but here's the point. Is you because I thought about that same thing. I thought like China seems like they could get this anywhere, right? They have much more sophisticated means, internet included, to otherwise harvest data. But I'm gonna tell you this. Didn't we talk about not like three or four months ago that like the flat out audacity of some of these people? Yeah. Right? Like you go to Russia and you go and you say, Hey, did you invade Ukraine? No, no way. We did totally didn't do it. Dude, your soldiers are in here. No, I didn't do it. You tell me that's not the same attitude that goes, yeah, whatever, fly the balloon. Send the weather satellite. Okay. Because well, because here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put this in two categories. Okay. Okay. First is the Chinese decision to fly the balloon. Yes. First of all, this makes very little sense to me. Yeah. If they are doing this out of sheer brazenness, just to be brazen, because that once again, uh, on the boob end of things, this data is obtainable through satellite imagery. Way easier and way more cool. I don't know about you. I, I, I'm out on that. Yeah, you're right. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I ter- certainly know. No, you don't. <laughs> I know almost everything there is to know about satellite imagery. Yeah, so does Booba. That's what I'm saying. Me yeah. and Booba are in the know. We're yeah. experts. So, so let's you... put that on one side. Okay, yeah. The American reaction to this balloon uh-huh. baffles me to no end. Yeah. Like to actually watch them get a legit plane out, sidewinder <laughs> missile, this thing, and then go, hey, man, all the pieces are in the water. Now we're going to have to like... Dig it out of there. All the data is probably ruined now. If you'd have just right. towed it down and looked at it, everything would have been fine. So they, so they said when it was when they first spotted over Montana. I remember someone going, "Hey, like uh, the the Biden administration says, hey, I don't want to sh- in Canada." And they said, "Hey, oh yeah." So they say, Sorry. they say, "Hey, I don't want to shoot it down because we're worried it's going to land on somebody." Now I want yeah. you to think about that. The precision of which you can route a phone call to me anywhere in the United States through a satellite. And you're telling me that we can't find some 200-square-mile area in Montana, of all places, right, yeah. or, say, North Dakota or parts of Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. to shoot. I mean, to just get a shotgun and have a guy sit out of a helicopter and Montana shoot Montana would have done it for free. Yeah. All you would have said is, hey, boys, we need that balloon down. And it would have been, boy, howdy. <laughs> they would have been out there. I mean, I think it had been down in five That's minutes. why they spotted it. There's, co- there's like a gang of people in Montana constantly just looking at the sky. Looking for stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, what? There's, there, it, it, this is just way too, like, spy movie ridiculous, <laughs> right. right? There's a bunch of facts out there, and you're like, this okay, why didn't gun. you let Montana shoot it down <laughs> over land? Why did you not just go tow it back to the ground? Like, it's not even yeah. propelled by, like, hydrogen. Like, yeah. I could see them being like, hey, what if there's a biological agent in it? Or what if it blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, like, x-ray it from a helicopter, do some thermal imaging, then tow the thing to a safe electro, safe military base if we want to, and quarantine it. But like blowing it up seemed like a complete overreaction. Yeah, I, but I think on that, that's on the same regret. Like all, both sides of that bucket of facts are ridiculous. Like if if you were China and this was just a weather balloon, like wouldn't you know when it left, say your country, and made its its way right. all the way across the ocean? Right. And like, then wouldn't you call and be like, hey, just a heads up. Yeah. There's a gigantic spy-looking type balloon heading your way. Right. We don't mean anything. To avoid it. an international incident, dial the phone. Heck, at as fast as it was going, you could have sent a postcard to somebody in Hawaii and gone, heads up, it's, it's, we, we lost track of it. We think it's heading your way. Like, there were totally ways to head this off that they absolutely didn't do. Like, it's, the whole thing just seems like it's, like, something is not right. It is. I mean, it's all over the board ridiculous. Yeah. All of it. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll find out someday. Yeah, as they send divers down, years. there's like a seven mile radius, what'd they say? And the and the place that like crash landed is like, I don't know, five hundred feet deep. Like we're gonna have divers at this thing for months trying to scour parts. If you'd have just shot it down over Montana, <laughs> right? we could have known everything you want to know right now. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Do it, it on the Canadian border. Be like, well, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> Our bad. Just me too. <laughs> My bad dog. Anyway, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The whole thing is ridiculous. Apparently it was two hundred feet tall. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's the Hindenburg. This is a giant balloon. What does that come out to yeah, be? The suspected Chinese spy balloon that the U.S. shot down over the weekend was 200 feet tall, officials said Monday, or roughly four times the size of the Snoopy balloon at the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade. That doesn't seem that all that impressive. Uh, and then later on in the article, it then compared it to the size of the Christmas tree at the Rockefeller. Well, you know, isn't it so like for some a, reason, the person who's writing this article is very interested in holidays. Yeah. Well, it's like and a 15, New York landmarks. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what's the average uh, sto- uh, height per story in a building? It's, it's 20 feet? story. Yeah, it's like a 20 story yeah, building. It's about 10 feet per story. So it's a, it's a 20 story building. That's crazy. And That's it was 12 miles balloon. up. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. So, what's a regular? What's a regular hot air balloon? So it said, "Well, I, I I don't have comparison of how big it was to a regular size hot air balloon, but I think don't it was worry. relatively high up too. Mm. So like yeah. that also is why they're not just shooting down from the ground. Um, I think it was an airplane pilot that first saw it. Yeah, it looks like pictures yeah, of it's it. a situation. It was it was sixty thousand feet off the ground. Hot air balloon is between one thousand and three thousand feet, and so, this was. 20,000. 20,000. Yeah. 20,000 feet? Yeah. No, not 20,000 feet. Excuse me. 2,000. 2,000. I looked up how far, how high a hot air balloon can go. Oh. Not the height of a hot air balloon. And also, it was 200 feet tall. I don't know why I just said 2,000 than 20,000. Okay, that's way different. 200 feet tall. That's way different. That's a a different. (laughs) It's still a 20-story building. Okay, Okay. yeah, but uh, so a regular hot air balloon is about uh, seven stories tall. Yeah, so it's about so it's, like it's about three times three the size those. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, huh. it don't seem right. Yeah. yeah. So they they shot it down not over um, continental like soil because they were saying also that they didn't want it to cause uh, civilian casualties as it fell, as it was a two hundred foot tall store or two hundred foot tall balloon. Just tow it. There, there's only seven people in Montana. They could have done it. Well, Wait. they're towing it from sixty thousand feet. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we, we have don't, we have. Technology. I mean, I'm not saying we don't. Trust yeah. me, I know I've, a lot about the internet. And Tom Cruise will go get it. <laughs> Tell Tom Cruise it's internet. up there. Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise would have taken his own personal F-22 Raptor it. He would have jumped on it, held on to it to exactly what that man was made for. He really would have. Please, Tom, it's time for all this phony baloney to end. You've done two Top Guns. It's time for Top Balloon. Go get that thing. Wiley Coyote has had that gun that shoots out a net for like 60 years. Yeah, it ought to have good aim by now. I mean. How, why does he have it? Can we, we just poke a small hole in it and watch it slowly like come down? You know? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing about this makes any lick of sense. The <laughs> whole thing is, like, fantastic. Yeah. Is there... Okay. I'm I'm getting... Uh, con, uh, so, the conspiracy theory, theory here. Is there a chance that this is just... It, it's it's all to keep us focused on, on other things? Uh, okay, there's two possibilities here. One. There's a way bigger story going on. Right. And oh, the yeah. United States floated this no balloon doubt. up. Yeah, it's Jeff and, Bezos. Yeah, it's Bezos. Yeah. And then put the fool on everybody. Two, it's Putin. And he threw it up there and went, Look at his, sounds like some Putin. Look at his doing. I'm They're pretty sure that Hunter's laptop was on that balloon. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's in the water. Oh, gosh. Okay. We had no idea. So wait, <laughs> Do you guys think that Trader Joe's parking lots are made smaller than they need to be so they seem more, more busy? Dang. Probably. 
I was just there today, and I thought, why is this place so hopping busy at Monday night? And also, they also are oddly, um, uh, they're like Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, they've got them all uh, parked funny. Like, they're all like uh, diagonals. <laughs> Have you also seen the different, like, product lines that you get that it's not just Trader Joe's? Like, depending on the product line and the, and the ethnicity of the product line, you get a different trader. Like, there's Trader Giatos. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And there's, like, Trader Jose's. I did not know that. Like that. It's, oh. it's like from the Ratatouille. Why don't they get in trouble yes. for uh, yes. <laughs> for stereotyping people? They did. They got burned on that a couple years ago. I'm on sure something. that's like a subtle racism hey, to like know Trader Ming. That the, was it the Trader Joe's and the Aldi is owned by like two brothers? Yeah, like separate that does brothers. Not surprise me. Can you? I mean, can you imagine the dad that produced two store magnates? Right, like both your boys grew up to run like independent, like two different grocery stores. Yeah. What do you think the arguments are like at Christmas? Yeah, like it's like, hey man, we have a fantastic prices and we keep those prices down because like we run a we run a tight ship here at Aldi and we make sure that we don't need too many people and like car corral that's you know pay a quarter stuff like that. We really try and drive that. Trader Joe's like, yeah, but we got Trader Mings, man. Have yeah. you ever had our sweet like beignets? They're awesome. We've yeah. convinced everybody that we're the epitome of health. I, right, exactly. <laughs> that same thing happened with gas stations. Uh, there was like the Johnson family, and it was uh, KC Johnson and Quick Trip Johnson had the same problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> same problem. <laughs> This well, is 15 my, seconds into that, I was like, nope. This is my son. This is a lie. This is fake. Quick, quick Trip Johnson. I know I shouldn't have named quick the boy. Quick Trip Johnson. <laughs> Their names were Casey and Quick Trip. I feel so good about what I said. Hey, do you know they, they have Casey's out as far as Dayton, Ohio now? Oh, they yeah. keep buying up. Uh, they the Casey's keeps buying up like small groups of gas stations. They're, they're low. Uh, they're in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. They really? bought like a truck stop in Oklahoma. Yeah. When I was driving in from Pennsylvania and I drove through Dayton and saw Casey's, I thought I was having a stroke because I was like, I'm almost 100 percent certain that's like Iowa and then a little bit of like Western Illinois. Is that a normal symptom of a stroke is to feel like you? It is for me. <laughs> I've had four strokes. All These four of them are not where they belong. <laughs> I, I have. I have, oh, a, I'm I have a connection to Casey's breakfast pizza to the point that it is. It's a medical thing where I, if I have a stroke, I see a Casey's where there was not a Casey's before. So it's 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 a lot like my expertise on satellite imaging. Um, it's a weird thing to specialize in, like strokes. Well, someone's got to do it. And satellite imagery. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's whatever. Well, wasn't there a big hostile takeover takeover attempt on them a few years ago? Maybe they was part of their expansion is to be worth more. Like somebody was trying to take over Casey's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have boycotted that. If I, if I, I would have shown up at a front door for that, ten years that, ago, that, I that meeting. Time flies. <laughs> was like, this is a quick trip, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to buy this case. <laughs> Brother, I'm taking it over. <laughs> okay, Mike, did you watch the Grammys? No. So how did you hear about this uh, devil performance? <laughs> I, I, just saw, I saw it in passing as an article. Okay. Uh, I didn't you were looking at articles of people in Devil. Well, devil I was looking at regular news, Twitter. and then all of a sudden they're like, there was some performance of some dude in a devil costume or whatever. I'm like, oh, what is this now? It's like, weird. It's what? just so ridiculous. And then I realized that, like, I don't know what year I stopped caring about the Grammys. Like, <laughs> I ain't watched it. I mean, it probably. I no, yeah, I had no idea it was on until people were talking 20 about it. years? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just don't care about it anymore. And, like, do you think that's because, like, the musical taste of which you grew up in is kind of, your bands aren't represented anymore? Or, like, the show itself is just terrible. I don't think I've ever watched the Grammys in my life, so. Oh, totally. I used to watch it religiously. I'd, I'd never watched the award shows of anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've just why. never. It's never been, we never watched Grammys in my house. Yeah. We didn't watch the Oscars. Like, we didn't. Emmys. I don't even know. If, is there, is there more than that? 
Well, I, is, I wonder I if the, if, more, the uh, if the like the viewer ratings or whatever of those shows have just been steadily declining. Been tanking, yeah. yeah, like and it does seem doesn't seem awkward that like that industry holds an award show to celebrate themselves, and then like less and less people are watching it, and yet the party continues to go on. <laughs> but we're still great. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like yeah. Life from the Path hosting a five hundred episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty seen. rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> we should. <laughs> it's super awkward. <laughs> We're the best. We should it's, do our own like re- award show called the Podkeys or something. <laughs> Did you say Podgeezers? <laughs> Podkeys. Oh, okay. not the Podgeezers. <laughs> Maybe you should be one though. If that's what you heard. I love her Podgeezers. That feels like like a Statler and Waldorf hold, host an award show for podcasts. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the thing: is like I saw I, I saw a little bit of reaction to this thing, and of course people are like offended and up in arms that a dude put on a. A devil costume and sang a sang a song called Unholy. And like here's the thing, at the end of the day, this is just regular old <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like stupid rebellion. Not like anything I'm afraid of. I'm way more concerned with like uh the way that we are are fooling and driving the way that we talk about mental health, uh mostly across the board, the way that we talk about sexuality across the board. The way that we, what we expect and don't expect out of our kids coming up, right? Before I'm ever worried about like this overtly doofus in a, in a, a Satan costume mimicked off the Renaissance depiction of, of Dante's Inferno. You know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is just so not anything to get kerfuffled about. So, is the reaction, are people saying like this is, you know, sign of the times situation where like, We've got the devil being represented in our mainstream media. Yeah, kids so I mean, it did couple that. with the fact know. that like a transgendered uh, artist had won an award, uh, and so like people were like, they're like, well, look at all these things combining. It's all it's obviously Satan. It's all falling apart. And like once again, like, and maybe that's just my opinion of the way that that like uh, the deceiver works in this world. But like, he's not the Chinese spy balloon operation, right? He's for sure the satellite. Been red. Right, like he just—it just seems like he just—he's a nudge and a push and a fool and a trick and a and a misdirect and a fog and like not. Hey, man, put on this super tight Satan costume and sing a song called "Not Set Apart." <laughs> you know what I'm like, it's just not. It's, it's doing something not set apart. I'm like everybody else. <laughs> Oh, it's gosh, just, that's great. I, if, I mean, I, I granted, it's probably not funny, but like, it's just not. Yeah. I don't know. People are getting really gassed. If you're it's surprised like, by this, you haven't been awake for the past 20 years. Not yeah. to not to make a joke on the whole woke thought process. I'm just saying, like, I think you've been sleeping for a bit because you haven't seen what's happening. Like, society hasn't really been killing it for a long time. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> a little if while. You're, if you're surprised by new things, just just completely ever shattering since, your world. Exactly. <laughs> it's ever since the backmasking of the 70s that that's when things went backwards and and things started flipping upside down and saying I love Satan on the records. Right, Chicago, you play it backwards. It's devil speak. <laughs> For go hockey coach. <laughs> which is literally Chicago backwards. <laughs> well, I guess is that sign of the times then or we is is it all ending? Oh, yeah. What is this? What, where did this game go? Uh, uh, non-biblical signs of the apocalypse. Non-biblical signs of the apocalypse. Right. Is yeah. this balloon a sign? Is it ending? Is no. this a trumpet? This is dumb. This is the best of what humanity has to offer this balloon right here. And then... In Sam all Smith forms. Wearing a devil costume. Is it? Is it all... Is, is, is there a voice crying out? 
I mean, are we you, seeing a beast with ten horns? And here's the thing: is you know that crowns. Like, he legit only wore that thing just to try rally. Just to get it, yeah. I'm like, or a, a, a like a set designer chose that, yeah, and went, oh, you have a song called Unholy. You know, it'd be cool. Yeah, it should be cool. It's, is if we did a, a really dramatic Hollywood devil. Get people talking. I mean, you're in a top hat, red and horns. It's yeah. not even thoughtful. Like, no, that's not original. Hey, what's <laughs> unholy? A Satan. Okay. Actually, to be honest, if we're looking at the if we're looking at the definition of holy being set apart, uh, Satan is set apart like from almost any other being ever. Not in like a holy way as which we'd actually think about God being Appreciate holy, right? But like honestly. He's in his own category. There's yeah. no one hanging out with him. Yeah, no, yeah. Someone went, okay, this is this is a marketing game, and that's all this is. Yeah. We need to make it so that they talk about this, because if they talk about this, they talk about the song. And if they're talking about the song, they're talking about the artist. And the artist continues to get played and played and played, and they make more and more money. It had nothing to do with, oh, we're going against the god of the universe by making Sam Smith go out on the stage in a devil costume yeah. that's... Red. The, the the one thing I would say is that it, it and it, you should you should know this already. But like, it's not like they thought of it that day, right? Two, two hours before, sixty people that are part of the production plus another fifty who work at the network yep. and who run the cameras and choreographed Pfizer who sponsored the performance. <laughs> like, they knew some man <laughs> and some they was gonna be dancing mm. in the devil costumes. And they said, yeah, we're cool with this. And so, like, if it just shows you, like, what is not phasing people, the things that are on your, like, I, in fact, I saw a picture of it um, somewhere, I think this morning, and I and I looked at it and go, I don't want to know any more about that. Like, I just, yeah, why would I, well, I don't want to look at it. Right. Uh, and I look at everything. And so, like, it just, just recognize, like, it's, it's a revelate, it's a revealing of where we're at. It's not a driver where we're at. It's not the spearhead. It's not leading people. It is revealing that this type of thing doesn't cause a phase among a couple hundred people that are involved in the production. Right. Yeah. And you should know that have existed for hundreds of years. This is not a new thing. Society is trying on like, that's not my first thought when I, I hadn't really looked at it myself other other than I saw a couple glimpses and, and uh, I just went back to the 80s. I thought that was, you know, all the, all the 80s rock bands that were like all, you know, Alice Cooper or whatever, Kiss, you know, and then all oh, Satan's Army, you know, and, and it's like you talk to them. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. We're just singing songs. And, uh, right. Dan, know, when Alice Cooper happened, where were you and what did you think? I stayed away from all of it. Okay. Just because I didn't know. I, I thought, I, you know, they're promoting it as satanic. So I just didn't listen to their music, okay. didn't do their stuff. So I thought. Better safe than sorry. I didn't know if they were Satanists or not, but I thought I'm just not messing with it. Okay. That's interesting because I think Alice Cooper's a Jesus man. He is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his dad was a preacher. Uh-huh. And then he did the rock thing. And then somewhere in there, Such he kind of came back. Insanely and, smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he owns a restaurant in, uh, in New Mexico, I think, by the way, yeah. oh. with Randy Jackson. Randy Travis. Randy something who's Randy a Travis? Player. Randy Travis, Randy and, Travis. Randy and Randy Jackson are very different. Agreed. People. I'm trying to remember okay, who's the, who the pitcher. If Alice Cooper and Randy Travis Johnson. hang out. Randy Johnson. Thank like you. the Sidewinder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They own. What an odd pairing as they well. Own a hot, yeah. They own a hot dog joint together in New Mexico. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm like, Randy, yeah. does Randy Travis stop by? I hope so. <laughs> it's, it hits your brain kind of weird when you find out that those two got involved and went, we should make a hot dog. <laughs> they win the Podgeezer Award. I'd listen to that. <laughs> I'd listen to that deal. show. If there is a non-biblical son of the apocalypse, it might be this hot dog joint. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Only to have Randy Travis set one up across the street. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it is, I mean, it is kind of funny because like all that music I did not listen to. Yeah. Uh, later on, 20 years later, I would he- listen to some of those songs go, I mean, it's not like it's not that bad. Right. It's bad. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, I was more concerned with the morality yep. they were pushing than, you know, I don't see demons flying out right. of the, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hell's Bells and- from ACDC was not really trying to drive people to Satanism. No. Right. Nor was Highway to Hell. Yeah. It was just, hey, we should do drugs and yeah. drink a whole lot. Yeah. And then yeah. do a bunch of frivolous other things that come along with that. But that's no different than the dude that lives on your street. That's <laughs> that's funny. That would be the best of ACDC if you lived on your street. The guy's like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Peruvian white. <laughs> and then, I'm rolling thunder. And like Tipper Gore's out protesting your neighbor, Dave. <laughs> we are so we are way more likely to like let go the non-disruptive uh, sins as far as yeah. we call them then we are the like the overt i, w- I just want attention mm-hmm. like, you know way of doing it and like seriously if you're letting if you're if, if you put yourself in a suburban neighborhood and you got a guy that's beating on his wife uh, a, a woman who's who numbs herself all day on wine pays zero attention to her kids and then the people down at the end of the block like they just can't be trusted to do anything they just sit around dealing weed outside their back door you would let all these things go and not get involved but then as soon as some doofus in a Satan costume shows up on TV, on the you're like, Grammys. oh, he's polluting our youth. They're like, come on. You're, you're, the what's wrong with you? Down. I miss the days yeah. of Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah, he was great, too. Yeah. <laughs> he was killing it back then. I'm just saying. We're just focused on the wrong mm-hmm. stuff. And frankly, I mean, it's classic Dan Hudson, right? Hurting people hurt people. Oh. Hurting people hurt people. So, like, <laughs> that guy has just a, a uh, obviously a want for people to know him, like him, to be known. You know, and like, it's not happening. So we're going to choose every outrageous, stupid way of trying to get it done. That's just sad, really, more than anything. Mm. Yep, agreed. Uh, hey, uh, I don't know. We usually don't hit the news of the day, but there it is for you. We're catching you up in case you're like Boova, who doesn't uh, follow the news uh, whatsoever. Actually, the same thing happened to my wife. My kids and I were talking about it, and uh, my wife had also had no idea. No about this balloon. I thought, I mean, they kind of followed it on the news on the internet a little bit, kind of like Al Cowling's in the uh, driving OJ around. <laughs> like, like people yeah. got, like, if we had like a good, thing. a good news story like that, right? Where everyone's peeled to the TV going, what's happening now? When OJ was making a run for it. That was, that was riveting television. Yeah. I haven't, no, there hasn't been a, well, the, the Johnny Depp trial. Yeah, no, that's true. That was a now lot slower roll, every though. 30 seconds from yeah, that's true. There news really outlets no reason and Twitter and then 48 websites that you can Google that didn't do any actual work into figuring out what mm-hmm. they were writing. So is the, was the... <laughs> Bless you. Was the submission to the complaint line correct? When we were talking about cell phone usage last week, yeah. like uh, the complaint line submission was basically, listen, uh, it's not just a phone. Right? Like, it's how we take in all our media anymore. We yep. get most of our information through podcasts, right? So, like, is, is does that make the reliance on the phone less uh, severe? Because, honestly, a good deal of our life is actually done. Business is done. And our personal interactions are done on that phone. Yeah. So it's interesting, um, and this 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 did come um, uh, from Joe on the uh, on the complaint line, and I think he I think he nailed a few things. Uh, we were talking about the phones, and he said, I wonder if I'm missing out on a better way. He says he's got a pretty good good handle on his phone usage, but really, um, we're in the podcast age. I do listen to some talk radio while driving, but aside from that, all of my entertainment, news, or education comes from podcasts. 
I think podcasts have taken the place of TV, magazines, newspaper, and such for this generation. Not sure if there is a legitimate value to it or if it really is just a distraction and more and more information to sort through, which won't really help me in the long run. Uh, I do find the podcasts I listen to really do filter their way into how I see the world and into my conversations about whatever topics are on the table. Um, and so, like, it is interesting to think of that if it felt like it was extra on top of all kinds of things, then you could you could dismiss it. But if it's legitimately replacing, this is how I get news. This is this is where I hear good conversation, like people talking about interesting things of the day. You maybe you previously read an editorial in the newspaper, now you listen to a guy talking on the podcast. It's not necessarily it's not a frivolous waste of time. It's funny too because like. You'd see a guy reading a newspaper and you wouldn't go, look at that guy wasting his time. The guy, but if you saw your kid watching the same thing on the newscast, you'd be like, huh, look at a kid stuck to the TV. Like, uh, like sometimes we worry about the way information is transmitted uh, and, as if the um, the more cumbersome it is to get, the more valuable it is to have spent your time doing so. But um, I think it does bring up a legitimate point is that like, let's say you ditched it and went to a flip phone. Uh, you also are cutting off the primary means of which you're receiving information. They don't run too, too, uh, I mean, 85 years ago, they ran uh, an evening newspaper, right? The Des Moines Register ran twice a day. Over time, I don't know if you guys, I went to go buy the um, the Des Moines Register for Thanksgiving because I thought, man, I'm going to look through all the ads and stuff. I mean, it had been on Jenny Craig. Like it was, there was nothing to this thing. There was like eight total pages, three or four different ads in there. It was super skinny, mm-hmm. and so like, like I, it's dying. Yeah. And so like you're you're the other option to say, well, I don't want to use the phone. Like you're running out of the way in which the world communicates. And so I think I think it brings a right richness to the conversation. Um, is that like we may have to accept that this is the means of which a lot of information is transferred, of which good information happens. Um, good. And, and like, you could just say, no, I'm not going to take in any of it. Um, but if you think of it as a replacement for some of those things, uh, I think it does inform that conversation perhaps a little bit differently. Even if it, I, I'm not sure it particularly changes the cautions. It doesn't change the recognition of, of, of how much, cause like good. And the question is, could you say the same thing in 1948 and go, Hey, listen, man, you touch that newspaper more than you touch your wife. Or do you read that? You talk to that, you listen to the newspaper more than you listen to wife. Like, you could. It's the same thing. Like when yeah. you have your thing in right balance. Um, but I, I think it is. A, it's well put. I don't think it's a good thought. Hmm. I don't think I've ever held or read a newspaper in my life. No kidding. Yeah. No. I've also never le- sent a letter until I got married. Would you? Who'd you or send a letter to? My wife. Oh. Or not till I got married. Excuse me. Um, a little bit before we got married, because I sent a letter to her in Africa. I ah. never sent mail. Before that day in my life, or written a check. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I really am a, a child of smartphones. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, and the internet and stuff like that. I it's just I've never in any way like interacted with most analog things that exist. I had to I had to write a check today, and I was just like, uh, I would struggle. I had to rethink about it. <laughs> how do you do I this? I would I would probably have to like Google how to write a check. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I like, I, I've sent a couple letters in my life. Yeah. Now, every time I have, I've had to look it up. <laughs> my yes. wife is much better than I do. Thank the Lord for, for, for sending her to me because like anytime we want to send out Christmas cards and stuff, she has stamps. Mm-hmm. Like she has our address and stuff like on a roll, of, a roll of stickers and stuff. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's prepared for this. I would have no clue how to do most of the stuff. I would have to really like figure it out. 
I mean, <clears throat> I can cook. All right. You're listening to Life from the Path. Mike, let's give out some advice. Okay. We got a couple. Okay. You ready? There. Life from the Path. My older sister visits me every week to play cards and chat. While I love her dearly and enjoy her visits, sometimes I do not appreciate one topic she brings up. We are on different ends of the political spectrum. Although I never initiate a conversation about the candidate she voted for in the last election, she never misses an opportunity to debase my choice for the same office. It's distressing, and I nearly cried the last time she made a derogatory remark about him. When she doesn't bring up politics, we have a wonderful time. Why does she do this? Is she clueless about how much this bothers me? I am a quiet person who doesn't like confrontation or making others feel bad, so I generally just nod my head or listen without saying anything. I sometimes dread seeing her because I never know if she's going to bring up the politics. Do you have a polite, non-confrontational way of making her stop? Non-confrontational. <laughs> non-confrontational. Do you have a non-confrontational way for me to confront somebody? <laughs> hey, I really want something to stop something. I need to confront somebody. And I need to tell them to stop, but I really need to not say stop. Yeah. <laughs> Can you cease? I'm going to put up a boundary, but not really have any. Right. I mean, it does, yeah. doesn't it sound like she's not actually even said something? It sounds yeah. that way. Right. She's too afraid to, yeah. I mean, the sister has to be a little bit uh, obtuse. I mean, to maybe not notice. <laughs> yeah, some people suck to talk to. Yeah, that's like it sounds like she's great most of the time. And then sometimes she just brings up derogatory remarks to you about the candidate. Like, is she saying, like, is she, is she like yelling at you for who you are? Yeah. Or is she like yelling about the candidate? And that hurts you. Yeah, because I certainly would cry that about candidate. that. Yeah. Those are two very separate things. Well, maybe she like, assumes like, you're they an vote idiot. For the same you person. voted for blank, or blank is an idiot. I mean, they might. She might assume they voted for the same person because the other person doesn't volunteer any information. That's true. She's probably thinking, yeah, you know that one yeah, person. Right? They're terrible. Yeah, and she's you, secretly crying inside. Yeah, you, I voted for that person. You voted for Jimmy. It, and I voted for Trent. Yeah. Right. I hate Trent. He's the Ralph Nader Trent's of the, the 2000s. Oh, Vermin yeah. Supreme. Hey, is Ralph Nader still around, incidentally? Uh, I've not seen him. If not, he's probably still court. running from the not grave. To him. Yeah. I, he was part of a shooting down a Chinese balloon not this past <laughs> week. He flew the raptor. Yeah. Um, so I, I, here's the thing. is People don't know to avoid a awkward conversation unless you make it awkward first. Right, true. true. <laughs> that way, once it happens, they go, "Oh, you know what? That didn't go very well. Perhaps I won't mention this all the time." And here's the deal: you have power to make that super awkward. Oh yeah, and it just it just is scrumptious. You can you can cut that with a knife and put it on toast. It's just it's good stuff. <laughs> I got some of that kind every of opportunity to just be like, "Oh, you, you do that, Dale." They're my best friend. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's someone I like. I try to make things awkward just to like, okay, can we get move, move this conversation on? Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. And, and oh, some people gosh. can't read that room. You know, they just can't. They don't. They're like, they're just looking at you like, you can huh, get that's that different. stuck in the mud real quick. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> Have some fun with it. Yeah. Get some payback would, in would it. Be you vindictive. Would you say they're uh, Martha? Trump, Trump, boom, boom, banana, banana, boom, boom. <laughs> like, like just. You know, it sounds like Trump. Trump. It, it's, it <laughs> sounds head. like you could just start with saying, hey, you know, I, I, I didn't vote for that guy. And this conversation never go anywhere. And so I, I, you, I should have said something earlier because right. maybe you thought you had an ally here. But like uh, we, we part company on this political choice. I was almost brought to tears, though, 
Yeah, so, yeah. So that's the other thing. Yeah, is that like that's the flip? I mean, what do you? What that do you, is the flip. Are you dating Joe Biden? Like, what do you care? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> fairly certain he's married. I'm fairly certain he doesn't even know. <laughs> I think what, you're right. Whether he's <laughs> so like you were know saying like hey I hate I, he sniffs her hair. It's like saying I hate Donald Trump. You're like okay. I mean you can if you I, want to. So <laughs> it was just such a weird. You know what? Thing. Fantastic. You're I'm lucky. glad you've developed an identity around this. You're I'm lucky that balloon him. didn't have Trump's face on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you're darn lucky. Because there's For a 50-50 sure shot that he paid to have that thing go up, and he would put his own face China. on there. <laughs> it still may happen. I know China. I, I really? bet he floats one as part of his uh, presidential candidate. <laughs> there's an awesome meme going around with the Trump balloon floating around. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I, know, I know China. I, I know, know the balloons. Ch- I know the balloons. We talk <laughs> talks to me about China all the time. <laughs> uh, you guys are making me cry. We're <laughs> <laughs> we talking ah, about something gosh. else. I mean, yes. Okay, of course, there's certain situations. But bring it up and go, hey, here's the deal. I hate this conversation. No longer are yeah. we putting this on the table. We just you got to be honest. Yeah. Just don't talk about it. Like, we can have 98% of our conversations. Yeah. This just sucks, and I hate it. And I want to be your friend because I love you as my sister. Yeah. But like, I just don't want to have this conversation anymore. I mean, change change the subject. Uh, right. And uh, like, let's say it's about bacon. I hate. Uh, uh, right. She talks about bacon. You, you still got to have the same conversation. Can just not talk it. about bacon. Well, what's the deal with yeah. airline food? Like, whatever you need to do, just get it past it. Yeah. But talk about it. Don't be non-confrontational. You need to be confrontational in this. But confrontational does not mean mean. Like, it doesn't need to be yeah. angry. It doesn't need to be you being a jerk. Now it can just be, hey, here's the deal. I hate these conversations. I love when you come over and hang out with me. I love to play cards with you, whatever that means. I'd love to take your money in Texas Hold'em. But, like, we don't have this conversation anymore, please. But then the flip side of that is I think you need to detach maybe a little bit from this conversation if the mention or a derogatory mention of a candidate that you voted for possibly brings you to tears. That maybe there's a time to step back and go, okay, yeah. I'm allowing them to be a human. They need to allow me, be, me to be a human, and I kind of just need to go, ah, water off the back. Something to that, yeah. Ah. That's what I do. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> balloons. They make high-quality balloons. I made balloons. I invented balloons. <laughs> it's a very go. big balloon. <laughs> big. It's the biggest balloon. Biggest balloon. Everybody loved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Secular says, the question was, do you have a polite, non-confrontational way of making her stop? Uh, yes, I do. Quit nodding your head and establish some ground rules with your sister. That's confrontational. Tell her that you love her company, but that the pejorative political comments must stop. Also confrontational. Make clear that you want politics off the table when she visits because the subject is so upsetting. And if she cannot comply, you'll be seeing her less often. Period. Wow. What are you, an officer of the law now, talking about the pejorative situation and the compliance to it? Yes. But being non-confrontational. Standing up for yourself is not being confrontational. It definitely is. You cannot change the definition of confrontational merely because you want it to be a more positive connotation. You are long overdue for this brief chat. If you cannot do this, then stop blaming her and be prepared for much more of the same. I mean, you could actually learn and grow together discussing politics if you could just do it in a mature way. Right. That like, guy's a goober. Yeah. I don't know if it's got to be immediate hand throwing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't believe you brought this up and I didn't tell you, but now I'm super mad about it and I'm going to see you less. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. Hey, I love this political guy. Oh, interesting. How come? Oh, I think I like what he's doing on taxes or I hate this other guy. Oh, that's interesting. Where did you come to that opinion? Like, you could just have a normal conversation right. about this kind of thing. I feel like people suck at defending opinions without feeling like they need to, like, get into fisticuffs. Yeah. I think that's why it's so rough to have conversations about 
politics and religion within your family and within your friends groups and stuff like that, people feel like they're throwing fists or they don't know how to have conversations. But I got to tell you, real world example of this, one of the funniest things that I've ever seen, my, uh, my dad, um, Christ follower, loved Jesus, good stuff. My uncle, not so much, did not, uh, did not love Jesus. And neither did my Nana for a long time, my, my, my uh, dad's mom. And I remember one year at Christmas, uh, they had kind of had to set ground rules. Of we no longer talk about religion. We no longer talk about politics just because that's just not the life that they wanted to live. They, they would just always get heated and angry. And so that Christmas after my dad and my, my uncle set those ground rules together, uh, my uncle Brad got my dad this uh, nightlight of Jesus. And it was like a white, like no color night light of Jesus. And he goes, I know he's your light. And so I wanted to get this for you. So you always have something to like fall asleep to. (laughs) And so you can always fall asleep to your papa and stuff like that. I did. It was, it was great. And we were like, my uncle Brad was just being a schmuck, being a little brother. And we were all expecting like legit fallout. And my dad just goes, this is awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. And I you bet that that Jesus nightlight stayed in our hallway for the next like 5 years. Yeah. Like we had that forever. We're like, "Dad, can we please put away the Jesus nightlight." He goes, "No. It's the best gift I've ever gotten from my little brother. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. I made him put money to Jesus. Yes, we're we're keeping that forever." So. I am the way and the truth and the nightlight. <laughs> okay, we got time for one more. Yep, let's Here do it. it is. You're live from the path. I have been on phone calls recently with a married friend when the spouse will suddenly chime in without my knowing they were listening. There are times when I want a conversation to be private with only one person. What's the polite way to make this happen in a world of speakerphones? Okay, this is like a personal pet peeve of mine. I hate it when people talk on a speakerphone, although I tend to do it uh, either, uh, especially at work. Yeah. But like, that's not private conversation time. Yeah. Right, people aren't going to reveal like uh, gory truths to you on a work call most of the time, so it's usually pretty safe. But like, I don't know. Do you find people using the speakerphone a lot? When did it become a hassle to hold this thing up to your ear? Where you're like, man, I just can't be hey, bothered. I'd say about the time that speakerphone was invented. I suppose. I tell you what, I I have gotten uh, like I've legitimately not called into a work phone call because I forgot my headphones, my Bluetooth headphones, and I didn't want to hold the phone open to my ear. Isn't it ridiculous? <laughs> and I thought about it too. I thought, this oh is gosh, this is exhausting. I still didn't do it. I said, "That's." I mean, I wait thirty minutes. I got to hold this thing up to my face. I, I'm out. <laughs> this is why we do short term missions. Is you go to another country oh, and you geez. go, okay, I'm acting ridiculous. <laughs> What's your heat source? Oh, we have wood. <laughs> ah, I think I can take that call. Uh, no, no. So I, I, that, that is, I've noticed this, uh, and make it broaden it out a little bit. Is people's use of a personal device as if it is a PA. So whether you are on uh, a speakerphone or like, I don't know how many times I've been sitting in the airport over the last year or so, and like a guy's like watching YouTube videos at full volume, like he's just sitting in his chair. Like, what? Well, put on some headphones, bro. Like, I didn't ask to listen to whatever this is going on. And there's like five or six people doing it. And so there, there is kind of a blatant. Looking around and going, I'm going to do what I want. I don't have any care about anybody else. Same reason someone's on their phone, at, like checking out at the gas station. Like it's just, it just basically is a middle finger to everybody around you. Yeah, <laughs> and that's rude. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would let the IHOP with the woman, 
And like, there's a gal. Wait, did you take your woman for a date at the IHOP? I yeah, say, I was about to say we went out for our anniversary. Yeah, and it's in classic like uh, us style. She got a phone call two minutes uh, after we sat down with some crisis gal or whatever. And so like, I'm sitting there eating by myself. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's how it always turns out. But anyway, like, did behind, you do? Hold on, did you do this recently? Yeah. Aren't you on a food journey? It was before the food journey. Aren't you on a food journey? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Aren't we all? Question. It, was going, it was before the food journey. Anyway. So the gal behind us, uh, this is why I start. I, I didn't want to listen to my wife's conversation because it was it seemed heavy. And so I listened to the conversation of the gal behind me who's on speakerphone <laughs> where her daughter is at Walmart trying to buy an Odo Ban for the animals who peed all over the house. And they're like talking about where you could find the Odo Ban, why it's better than other pet defecation cleaning methods. And this went on for 15 minutes, full volume. And they're swearing back and forth with each other on the price of the Odo Ban. <laughs> I'm like, you know... I realize we're not at the risk culture in here, but uh, the IHOP does have standards. All you got to do is take that thing <laughs> this up. This ain't like, no Waffle House. That's right. You need to move right. it like 12 inches up to the ear and whiz bang. Hit Here's that button. I, I have a weird, like, I, I don't want to call it respect, but it kind of is for the people that just have just a chrome-plated set of life that where they can have these kind of conversations screaming at the top of their lungs on speakerphone and not give a care about anyone around them. That is them. living out yeah. loud. Like in a really, the of the grocery store. There's a level yeah. where I'm just like, I don't know if I could ever yeah. muster the confidence in myself well enough to go, everyone in this Walmart right That's now true. needs to hear. Or it isn't even in that. It's the fact that like I could give no, I, I could care less. I couldn't care less, excuse me about anyone else in this giant Walmart super center that they're going to hear about everything I have to say about whatever stupid crap I'm talking about right now. Yeah. And I don't care about the rest of the universe that they have to hear me talk about this. Yeah. I just don't care. And I think to myself, what, what freedom exists in that that I do not currently take part in That's where I'm point. like, hey, man, I'll give you a call back because I'm in a public place right now and I don't want to be on the phone. And I, I'm, I'm talking at a perfectly normal level, but like, I'm going to walk back. Whereas everyone else is like, do you know? And they're just like screaming. I'm like, I appreciate you so much. I love it. I feel like I would start worrying about the audience around me where I would tell a joke and it's not good enough that the person on the other end of the phone laughed. I would be looking at the aisles and go, <laughs> Hey, do you guys catch that? Oh, seven. <laughs> do you think that one was funny? Solid gold. How, <laughs> how does Moses make his coffee? He I bruise it. How funny was that? I, here's the thing is like I, I refuse to take phone calls in front of other people, even with it up to my ear. Right. Yeah. I don't want them hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I just don't like having taking phone calls in front of people. Right. At all. Either. And so like people talking on the speakerphone out loud, like this drives me up the wall. And I've been accused of doing this before, where like my boss called me and he's like, he was mad, and he's like, blankety blank foost, get me off the blank and speakerphone. I go. Uh, this is going to be hard to take in, but you're not actually on speakerphone. Maybe my phone is old. I don't know. What impression <laughs> it's just you got crappy that? technology, I promise you. I was like, what do you want, though? You, I mean, like, honestly, you're not on speakerphone. Oh, well, I need you to go here. It sounded like it was. Like, I love I, you. I, 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 he was, like, legit mad about it. I need so, to tell like, you something. So, so the question is, is, like, let's say that you do hate it. Because, like, I mean, I don't know if I'd want every conversation I have with Buva to, like, have yeah. his wife sit next to him, listen to that thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's Booba-level stuff I'm saying that I don't say in front of Booba's lady. <laughs> and here's the deal. To go back to this question, just say that. 
just be like, hey, here's the deal. I know sometimes, you know, Sandra chimes in. What I'm about to say is some rough stuff, and I'd really kind of only want it to be for you. And if they go, yeah, no problem, cool. And then you still hear Sandra at the end of that. You no longer have those conversations with Dave. Yeah, but is it is it an assumption that like if I call Dave, that his wife's gonna be listening all the time? That's just the new normal. No, but it sounds like this is a problem that's happened multiple times. So I'm saying the realistic thing here is to go, hey, Sandra's always on the phone when I'm I'm talking to you. I'm about to tell you some (laughs) rough stuff. Can you not put Sandy on? I love Mm. Sandy. I love that you love her. I'm happy for your marriage. I was there when you got married. I remember the color, but I don't want her hearing this. You can have that conversation. It's perfect fine. But he's just going to tell her later. Maybe that's exactly the that's, that's the truth. Yes, exactly. The same guy that would allow his wife to listen to your speakerphone conversation tells her going to tell his wife anyway. Yeah, right. Right. I, maybe you Did you hear stop. what happened to blah, blah, blah? Yeah, you should stop calling that guy. I mean, honestly, you should start every conversation with Sergio Loins, that- Dave. Like, I got some stuff, and it's about you. And it's, when he kicks his wife out, then you go, I was kidding, dude. It's about me. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> is it is there a chance that it's the wife? Like it's the wife that like is barging into the conversations? Like he's trying to have a personal conversation and she just goes, Give me the phone now. And she puts it on like speaker I and hear sits it? there. I don't that'd Again, be bold. Don't call him. I mean, have you ever been in a room where someone's call having a, a single guy? A, like a rough conversation and you're like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a okay. hide There's a the social other. anxiety to conversations <laughs> where I'm like, I don't even I can, I don't want to be in the same zip code as this conversation mm-hmm. right now. I'm moving. Yeah, this sounds real bad. I couldn't even begin to start giving advice. I hope my wife don't look at me and be like, "What should I tell him?" Right? Like, don't ask me. I don't. I'm not here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're the you're not the problem in this kind of situation because you flip around to figure out what's going on with the Odo ban. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually the only part of that that I'm upset about is that you didn't give recommendations on a better product. Uh, there is not actually Odo Band's pretty top shelf. Well, then you should have given a recommendation. They use it in all the and what they thought. Yeah, that stuff's all right. You know what I'm saying? You should be like, uh, excuse me, I, I noticed the conversation you've been having about the dog dirt, yeah. and uh, I agree with you entirely. Odo Band's the business. Odo Band and Simple Green, like put those in a bottle, shake them up. Yeah, I think that'll clean it. Use those to clean inflatables. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Simple Green good stuff. Okay, so yeah, overall, the question was. What's the polite way to make this happen uh, that she's only having private conversations? What's the polite way to make this happen in a world of speakerphones? Uh, I mean, it's not a world of speakerphones. This is, it's not like everybody's doing it. This yeah. is a personal problem that you have with this particular couple. Dave and Sam? <laughs> not like inundated with it. Um, but you, I think you're going to have to bring it up. I would say I would start with a casual, with like, if you felt like it was going to be sensitive, you could start with a shallow hint, like say, hey, man. Uh, sometimes, you know, I might say wild things. And so I, I like to know who I'm dealing with. So when I call, you need to tell me, am I, am, am I talking to one party or two? And then over time, like either they're going to get the hint. And if they don't get European the hint, drug dealer. then you, uh, then you move it up and say, Hey, uh, sometimes I just want to talk to you and, uh, I, I need you to not, uh, it's not, it's not information for everybody. Dave, Sandy cannot be here for the conversation. <laughs> like when I'm, I'm driving in my truck and my phone rings. Uh, it answers through, yeah. you know, a vehicle. I always answer with, hey, you're on speakerphone. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. You know, just so they know. You just get that out of the, you know, right, right off the bat. I suppose you have a lot of conversations, though, that people would absolutely not want to be on speakerphone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, Dan, the roughest stuff that's ever happened to me happened to me today. And you're like, hey, by the way, you're on speakerphone. Yeah, my four-year-old's yeah. in the okay, backseat. I'm going to call uh, you next year. <laughs> Dan, am I on speakerphone? Because I got one word. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in the, who's in the car? I was in an IHOP recently and people were talking about Odoban. Do you think Odoban and Simple Green will help with that? <laughs> I don't know. Let me call my contact at the IHOP. <laughs> Gross, man. Oh, what a terrible commercial for Odoban. 
No, actually, Maltrex? it, it oh, doesn't no, help the herpes. You just spray yourself in the eye, so you don't have to look at it. <laughs> Didn't fix that, but it made another problem. <laughs> but I don't see nothing. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's disgusting, Mike. Thank you for that. Secular advice is, the way to handle it is to tell the married person you would like to know if someone is within earshot because you want your conversation to be private. And if it happens again, convey sensitive information to the uh, the person only face-to-face. Now, I'm telling you, it don't matter. That dude is telling his wife everything. Like, uh, I don't care whether you tell him face-to-face or not. He's a, he's a, he's a gossip. There's, I just I would never let anybody listen to any of my conversations. No. It's just bizarre. Although, I, you, you should know that, like, there is some level of, like, you know, th- that married people are going to share, right? They're going right. to share information. I think you know who you can, you know, who will keep certain facts at bay or maybe not tell like every gritty, nasty detail, you know, but like, would I say, Hey, you know, if I was on the phone with Ben for an hour and my wife like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, yeah, I look, I've been struggling. He's just, right. He's just having a struggle today and, and we're trying to fake <laughs> He's blind. Oh, first of Ben's all, involved. he's got uh, the simple Oda band concoction in his eyes <laughs> and his friend Herp is, is coming in from, from, from out of town. Uncle Herp is on the way. <laughs> Can you wh- whip up some apothecary's potion and situation here? Does thieves help with this? He's come to visit. I mean, married couples are going to share a little bit. If you're taking an hour away from a married man with kids, his wife should want to know why, right? And like, without telling entire details, you can say, look, we're on a road, and it's not a great road. This is probably going to happen again, but, you know, we're we're working through it, you know. So they're going to share the fact. You're never going to be able to, like, I can't believe you told my, your wife that I was in the straits. Yeah, you don't call a married man and expect him not to at least yeah. share a little bit of the details with his wife. Find some single friends. That's right. Yeah, talk to your gossip buddies at the at the workout facilities. That's it. So what did got. you just say? What the workout facilities? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you were just killing it the last it's, five minutes, man. We're gonna let it go. You've been listening to life in the path. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, you shouldn't have been, but you I, did. Maybe we missed some good, solid news of the day. And maybe there's some things where you saw uh, out in the world and you said, man, them fellows should have talked about that instead of whatever garbage they talked about today. Listen, China. we can't, iron can't sharpen iron if you don't get up on the old blacksmith shop. So uh, let us know. Life in the Path complaint line 515-517-0085. That's 515-517-0085. Call or text. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we, uh, we'll see how it goes on. We may or may not be having shows in the next two weeks, but uh, we sure will be checking that complaint line. Thanks, Joe, for hitting us up. In the meantime, be thankful. Uh, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path. <laughs>